So in this message, they say, I've been trying to find out Ashay Sundara's real name for a long time, as many of my friends frequently blow thousands on her dumb content. Do you know what it is? Do you have a life? Like, seriously, do you have a fucking life? It's like, that's your main concern in life? To, to find out her real name because so many people you feel blows money on her dumb content. Also unrelated, but did you know that Ashay Sundar's real name is Carly Morgan Gross? Seems yucky that she's pretending to not to be white. And then they, I got something to say about that. So then she comments, very common to adopt a cult identity. Cults do this to disrupt the authentic identity of a person and reconstruct it in the image of a leader. She's mimicking someone who's vid in those videos, not sure who. My name is Margaret Davaton. In this space, I prefer to be called by my spiritual name, Sava. I did not give this name to myself. I'll share my story if and when I feel like it. I believe that people should be free to call themselves whatever feels true to them, except for a Shay. What are you doing, yo? Is Sava, is Sava an alias that you use to scam people? Is this like a personality that you created? Like this, this scammy personality you're creating to get over on people. What's up? Where are you hiding, Sava? Why, why do you gotta call yourself Sava and not Margaret? What's going on? Like, what's going on there? Hey, this is Brandon Marshall Havener with Sorry I Offended You. Welcome to the show. Today we're talking about the seductrix, seductress aspect of the coaching industry and why the HR department is so mad because they got seduced by the seductress of the coaching industry. I guess that's what happened. But anyway, just so you know, just some logistics here. If you want to listen to more of content this style on Sorry I Offended You, we're going to cover trolling. We're going to cover crazy shit that's going on in the, in the coaching space, spiritual space, and just like society in general. This is more of like a comedy uh, reaction type channel thing that's going on here commentary channel if you want this subscribe to sorry i offended you and i have also launched a new podcast called conscious defiance which will be covering business spirituality and some personal stuff it's going to be the ultra serious podcast just kidding i mean i gotta be me you know i'm going to still be joking around it's still going to be with the spiritual smart assery that's going on on that episode on on that show but subscribe to that as well. New episodes are out right now. I've been on a hiatus, so now I'm back with a lot of things going on. So we're going back into this situation with the hall monitor anti-coaches going after a Shea. Now, if you're new here and you haven't seen the first episode, I recommend watching the first part of this series first, um, the, the episode right before this one, which is called... As of right now that I know of, I don't know if I'm going to change the title, but the HR department of the coaching industry going after something like that, going after the sex coach or something along the lines of that. So anyway, without further ado, let's go into this. So where we last left off, we were talking about uh, seeking with Sava, who is somebody who hates everybody. <laughs> She, she hates everybody who is a coach. She hates capitalism. She hates marketing. She hates, you know, like anything that, I don't know, that falls in the ranks of something that she deems to be problematic. She doesn't necessarily do a lot of research about the claims that she makes about people. She's sort of like if she emotionally feels uh, something about someone, she will put them on blast on their stories and perpetuate this level of emotional abuse and bullying um, other people in the industry and things of that nature. 
So now we're here to part two. She, when we were, were on part one, her and other people were bullying Ashay on her page, but that's not how it all goes down. How this happens is, is multiple people start putting people on blast on their stories and basically encourage their audience to go after them and to deem the person as evil and hopefully uh, bully them into compliance and to, to bully them into the worldview that they feel is best for society, not necessarily looking out for the well-being of the person that they're calling out. So let's get into the first slide here of these stories. Here we are again, once again, with Seeking with Sadfa going off on her stories about Ashay Sundara. I'm still messing with this software, so it's a little hard to read on here, so I'm going to read this. But basically, she says a couple words about this B before I show you these videos. So essentially what you're saying is a couple words about this bitch, which is ironic, right? Because as we go further, there's going to be another episode after this where it's Safa going after me, calling me unhinged and calling me a bully. So apparently in her world, you're allowed to call another woman a bitch and stalk their profile. And apparently she said that she was leaking information from her course. I'm not sure if, what was going on or what this content is from. And I'm not going into the videos here. I'm just going to go into the captions and just the general idea of what she's posting here. But anyway, just casually calls her a bitch. And I guess it's okay to call her a bitch in this nature because she said B instead of bitch. Um, rules for thee, not for me, you know, that kind of stuff. But anyway, she says, when I call her a B, it's so, so now we're already pulling back, calling, like, why did you even bother calling her a bitch if you're just going to dis explain yourself out of it? But anyway, she says, when I call her a B, it's not because I hate her or something like that. Firstly, how could I hate her? I don't even know her. What I'm seeing on camera is not even a, her whole person. It's her cult identity. I'm sure that underneath that cult persona is a decent human. That was a clever way of dehumanizing her. Because basically you're making the assumption that she's not putting her heart and soul online and that this is just a persona, which gives you permission to dehumanize her because you're not calling a Shay a bitch. You're calling this persona that you say is not her a bitch, which allows you to call her a bitch. Like, see, see how many mental gymnastics she has to do just to uh, be able to call her a bitch. Like, I just, it, it just like, why don't you just be straight up with it? Like, if you're going to call her a bitch, own it. Own it. You're a bully. <laughs> like, that's what you like to do. You like to bully people and put people down. And then you try to cover it up with this, like, conscious thing that you're trying to save the coaching industry and you're trying to save her from a cult or something by bullying her and calling her a bitch on your stories and kind of stalking her. Like, this is stalkish behavior. I kind of think that um, the reason why that her and the other hall monitors are mad that she seduces uses seduction in her content. I think it's like, you know, you know that whole like thing where it's like, you know, the closeted homophobic man that's like, no, I ain't gay, fuck you. And it's like getting mad at the guy for being gay or some shit like that. I think that you had some sexual thoughts about Ashay because this is stalkerish behavior. And that's why you're mad at the seduction. Like you fucking seduce me. I don't like women. You seduce me. I don't know. She could be open. She she might not be deeply closeted. I'm not sure. 
Um, it's just a fucking joke, people. So anyway, secondly, how could I hate her? I am her. I can only deconstruct the parts of her psych psyche that I've deconstructed within myself. I mean, we're two upper middle class valley girls. How different can we really be? In fact, we could probably have been friends in the past. She reminds me a lot of people I used to hang out with. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of endearing and there's a little level of self-awareness there. But it's like, if you feel that way, then why can't you have a, you know, at least try to have a conversation with her instead of stalking her online? That's the thing there. You know, like instead of stalking her online, why can't you be like a bit reasonable about this? So if I hated her, I would just be hating myself and I certainly don't. But when I call her a bitch, it's because she's scamming people for thousands of dollars, which fortunately I've never done. That's the only difference. So that's a lot to unpack there. It's like you dehumanize her and then you show the humanity in her, but then you still continue this behavior of trying to take her down. You can't necessarily publicly bully somebody and put someone on blast on this level and then claim that you don't hate them. You either have to really love someone or hate them. And sometimes that kind of meshes in with the same thing, but you really have to have strong emotions for somebody to go at this lengths and, and go after people like this to have entire saved stories dedicated to her. You know what I mean? So it's like, do you really not hate her? Or is this love? Do you, is this love? Like, are you in love with her or do you both hate her and love her? Like, what is really going on here, Sava? This isn't appropriate behavior for someone that you don't hate or someone that you care about. Either way, you're putting her on blast and you're bullying her and then you're justifying it with your word salad of all this politically correct talk, even to the point instead of calling her a bitch, you call her a B. But what does that necessarily do? Like, you still called her that. But anyway, and you still dehumanized her. Like you kind of humanized her, but you also dehumanized her in the same sentence to justify you going after her. So now she's going into the video of what she said about Ashe. Then for the first 40 minutes, she talks about the way to get into creative flow is to create a nurturing environment for yourself. Relax and do things that you enjoy. So the criticism here is her telling her clients the, the usefulness of resting or her ideal clients or whatever this video is from. But the thing is, it's like, I've been in the situation where I've been in flight or fight. I've been in a situation where I needed to calm my nervous system around money. And my coach at the time, when I was really struggling with money, has told me these same things. You know, the funny thing about this shit is, is that you'll probably... Sava is a type of woman who would go on a rant about hustle culture and how capitalism is bad. But then she'll she'll minimize coaches telling their clients to rest and to get into the flow and to nurture themselves. Like it, it's like, it's like this mixed message is like you fit in the message to be anti Ashe or anti alpha femme or whatever coach you're going against. And by the way, that's not a cosign for alpha femme. I do not like alpha femme. You basically change your values and what you believe in order to make somebody wrong. Because you're more anti-person, anti-Ashe, or anti-what you feel that she stands for, rather than applying your values. Because on one level, you'll say you don't like hustle culture, or you don't like capitalism and things of that nature, or people overworking themselves, or whatever it may be. But then you'll go back, and then you'll insult Ashe for saying that she rests, 
and telling her people to rest and to get into the flow, which is actually just a misunderstanding of the dynamic and the energy here, because it does actually work that if you take time to get your mind off your business, that you start receiving more and you're in the receptive mode. Like I've seen that firsthand and you know there is an ebb and flow in business. But when you don't understand that, it's easy to call somebody a scammer. Okay, so on this next one, she says, people were asking, well, what about when I have to do things I don't enjoy? Is that gonna block my creative flow? Or how can I bring my biz, that energy into parts of my biz that are boring? She suggests outsourcing things you don't wanna do or, but the real secret to my quantum success of astronomical proportions is resting. And I guess it's just minimizing the advice of saying resting and um, also kind of going after outsourcing. And it's like, it's like the same theme of the people criticizing her on her post about having her assistant post the, make the post or whatever. And it's like, it doesn't make sense that you're shaming and guilting people to, you know, saying resting or to outsource. Like it doesn't fully make sense. It doesn't make sense to go through her stuff and make those critiques. There's nothing wrong with telling people to rest. There's nothing wrong for advising people to outsource. Like sometimes that is really good advice for entrepreneurs um, in these masterminds because we're always hard on ourselves. Like that's the magic that Ashe offers. The magic that Ashe offers over the years I've seen is to be in that flow, to, to be able to rest. And for you to minimize that, to just take a clip out of the video of a whole video and just say the whole conclusion is resting, that's a little bit disingenuous and it really doesn't justify your bullying. So now she's posting conversations of gossip about Ashe in her stories, which by the way, Seeking with Sava, she has been posting stories about me. She blocked me and then just started posting stories about me. And I don't even know who the fuck she is other than this, you know, other than these situations that she came after me. Basically what she does is she spends her entire time online going after people and then call people bullies when they respond or there's she's scared of the the actual consequences of talking about people she's scared of any response it's kind of like in mario brothers like the ghosts like the they're called the boos and they come after you when you're not looking but then when you look at them they cover their eyes except in this scenario the anti-coaching hr department they throw temper tantrums and call you the worst things ever and compare you to like a murderer or an abuser of some sort while they block you and continue to say shit about you, even if you don't know who the fuck they are. Anyway, this is a conversation that she's posting conversations about people, which is clearly inappropriate and totally not trauma-informed, may I add. Like you can't pedestal yourself as being trauma-informed and then you fucking post all these private gossip conversations about this person and dehumanize a Shay for whatever reason that you want to say, but you, but she's still a human, no matter how many times you dehumanize her. So in this message, they say, I've been trying to find out a Shay Sandara's real name for a long time. As many of my friends frequently blow thousands on her dumb content. Do you know what it is? Do you have a life? Like, seriously, do you have a fucking life? It's like, that's your main concern in life. To, to find out her real name because so many people you feel blows money on her dumb content. What And in that moment where they're, they're paying money for her content, they like her shit. Like they like her content. They're benefiting off of it. 
it's not your position to be the police and say what content people can see. And it's not your job to take a shade down or try to expose her in some weird way. To my knowledge, I don't even think a shade worries about people knowing her previous name. Like I knew her previous name. I don't know from what, but like, you know, I knew that she changed her name. It's not, it, it's so weird how people say like, oh, I expose you. Like someone, like people have done that to me when I named myself Brandon Marshall. And then they'd be like, Brandon Marshall Havener. And I was like, I wasn't trying to hide my last name from you. And it's like this weird thing of assuming guilt, like guilty before proven innocent and just assuming people's worst intentions. Like I was calling myself Brandon Marshall because I didn't want people to know my past or some shit like that or whatever. Like Brandon Marshall at the time just seemed like a good thing to call myself. And then that was kind of a reason why I went with Brandon Marshall Havener. Cause it's like, whatever, like some people are saying shit. Let me just call myself Brandon Marshall Havener. But the big thing is, it's like, I just wanted full ownership of my name. Like that's what I was called to do to just bring it as Brandon Marshall Havener. It's just like this assumption of guilt. It's just like, what? Like just because she changed her name, doesn't mean that she's like trying to get over on people. Also unrelated, but did you know that Ashay Sundar's real name is Carly Morgan Gross? Seems yucky that she's pretending to not to be white. And then they, I got something to say about that. So then she comments, very common to adopt the cult identity. Cults do this to disrupt the authentic identity of a person and reconstruct it in the image of a leader. She's mimicking someone who's in those videos, not sure who. From what I know, she's herself. Like she's a person. She's a fucking person. You know, it's like, that's such an assumption to make. You have no backing to say that she's mimicking someone else. Like you don't have physical evidence. It's very disingenuous to just make blatant statements based off your emotions just because you hate somebody and you want to bully someone and put somebody down. But the other thing that I find funny about this is that it's like, seems yucky that she's pretending not to be white. Okay, you got to decide in this. Because we know who's writing these messages. We know who's in the cancel culture. It's a radical leftist that are obsessed with identity politics. Um, they're obsessed with the idea of cultural appropriation and white privilege. Well, in this message, you got to decide. Is the Shea using her white privilege to be successful? Or is she culturally appropriating? You can only pick one. You can't say like, people have this white privilege that they take advantage of people and then think you say that she used a Shea Sandara to try to not be white in order to benefit off her business success. Gotcha there. You know, it's like, you know, there's the logic here is so flexible. It's ridiculous. Like there's no solid core values or anything. It's just like, we just like make shit up about, you know, what we think her intentions are. All right, I have to punch in. Obviously, I'm wearing a white shirt now instead of my other shirt. But we got a new development here from this whole thing. And this is worth putting in the video. What the fuck is this, yo? What is this? Like, publicly, I like it's like, it, it's just weird behavior. My name is Margaret Davaton. In this space, I prefer to be called by my spiritual name, Sava. I did not give this name to myself. I'll share my story if and when I feel like it. I believe that people should be free to call themselves whatever feels true to them, except for a Shay. What are you doing, yo? Is Sava, is Sava an alias that you use to scam people? Is this like a personality that you created? 
like this this scammy personality you're creating to get over on people what's up where are you hiding sava why why do you gotta call yourself sava and not margaret what's going on like what's going on there is there a possibility of lawsuit if you share paid content possible yes but probable but not probable from her she probably doesn't care because she's she probably doesn't have a lot to lose Let's be honest here. She probably doesn't care about the lawsuit. She probably doesn't have a lot to lose by because this is all that she has. Exposing people and talking shit. Like you can't have a successful business if it's just built around talking shit about people. Like, yeah, you can you can do your fucking $70 Zoom calls. I see these uh, these HR department people are doing and then say, I'm not a coach. But if you just want to sit on the phone with me and talk shit about coaches, then it'll be $70. Like they hate capitalism so much. They hate their own gifts that they own um, so much. And they spend their day finding significance, putting other people down, even strangers that they don't even know about. What do you really have to lose from a lawsuit? Like that's the truth there. Um, so anyway, she says, I'm taking the risk because it's my right as a consumer to boycott brands that are harmful and I should not be scared of that. Boycotting is one of the oldest and most effective forms of consumer activism. I would honestly, okay, so first and foremost, bring that back. Boycotting isn't necessarily, you don't have to be an online bully and you don't have to put people on blast and call people a bitch in your stories or stalk them. Like you probably blocked her to block her and then stalk people on a burner account. That's a little excessive for boycotting. I guess it can fall under boycotting. I guess you can consider an aspect of that boycotting, but what you're really doing is online bullying. You're involving yourself in cancel culture and emotional abuse to just people who rub you the wrong way. Like there's no rhyme or reason to it. Maybe a little bit, but not much. But it's like, that's what you're doing. This boycotting would be minimizing what you're actually doing here, Sava. So basically, I would honestly love to see one brand in the upper echelon of the pyramid, like a Shays, get boycotted because I feel like the online coaching industry is small enough to where it takes, all it takes is one weak link for the whole structure to fall down. This structure is not sustained on anything. There's no real loyalty between the members, no cohesion, nothing to keep it together when it starts shaking. Just got to keep shaking it. So I hope everyone understands that it's not about Ashay or her brand, but disrupting the toxicity in the coaching industry through awareness, boycotting, and hopefully some damn regulations. Regulations would probably make it worse, especially if the regulations are a reflection of the likes of Sava or... Melissa Lapidez, or um, why don't you say something? That's another account that's involved in this. If they were actually running the show of regulation, it would be like mob rule. You know, it's like you would just be like taking people out for no reason. And, and it's like for little things that you claim to be abusive, but overreacting with emotion and just spewing your emotion on people. Sava and these other people, they're not always wrong. And there's some agreement that we have. Except, as you'll see in the next video in the series, you'll see that even when there is agreement between us both, they feel like they had to take me out as well. <laughs> because, you know, they'll ignore everything, everything that I speak and any good aspect of my messaging and focus on dumb shit like me defending my wife for saying the word rapey on a post, which is like, that's not enough to cancel someone's career and like just be a total dick and a bully to somebody. Like that's, that's not how it works. 
So anyway, Ashe exposed herself with her chest out because she got too cocky. What can I say? The evildoer will always defeat themselves by their own deceit. Not that I think she's literally evil, but you know what I mean. It's just an expression. Sure. Yeah. It seems like to me that you think she's pretty evil. It's like you say that, but it seems like to me that you think it, she's evil enough to bully online and dehumanize and to feel like your life's purpose is to ruin her. And that's just sad because really the person who's hurting themselves the most, most is people like Sava and people that she hangs out with that builds these anti-coaching accounts that is focused every fucking day about talking shit about another individual. And that's just no way, way to live life, folks. That's like a fear that I have because sometimes I feel like I'm in the middle of both of this fuckery. Like, I don't like what goes on in the Alpha Femme cults. And I've spoken out about it very clearly and very precisely and very um, grounded, right? And then I got the hall monitors on the other side. And it's like, no, that doesn't mean I'm on your side either because you're unhinged and you're emotionally reactive, which they called me unhinged. But really, you're reacting by emotion and you're just like name dropping people every fucking day. And it's like, it's kind of like when you go out on a date, right? And some good dating advice is when you go out on a date, not to spend the whole time bashing your ex and to realize as a red flag, if you're on a date and the other person's just bashing all their exes. Like that's a true indicator that that person is wounded and they're going to give you a hard time. That doesn't mean they don't deserve any compassion, but it also means that you probably shouldn't fucking marry them and they need to heal themselves. Well, that's what we have here. You know, if everyone is a problem, then maybe the problem is you. And that's not to gaslight your experience or to say that you've never had a bad experience with coaches. Um, I'm pretty sure, like I'm willing to bet that you've gotten in the raw end of the deal from some of the coaches out there. And it can seem like a lot when we're in this market and you see everyone um, spewing the same shit. But at the same time, you're shooting a lot of innocent people in the crossfires. And there's people reading that that have a good message to share that are afraid to share a message because of how critical you are and how you put, put people in a blast in such a way. There's no room there for people to try to do better, to make the world a better place. And another thing is, is like you put other people on a pedestal, the hallway monitors on a pedestal of them being the good coaches, the moral ones, the great ones. That's not a fair pedestal to put them on. And that's not fair for everyone else to, to point out like, this is a good coach. And it erases the humanity. Everyone's a human. Everyone fucks up. And coaching is done with these very close relationships that you're going to trigger people. Like with my relationship with Rebecca, we're in a happy marriage now and most of it's been happy. But if we didn't know how to navigate certain triggers when things came up or have conversation skills, we wouldn't have gotten as far as we are today. And that's what's needed in coaching relationships. Instead of this reactionary, you're evil. Like I know you said in that slide that you're not saying she's evil, but you've painted a pretty good picture of saying that she's evil and she needs to be taken out. And you've inspired, um, if not told people to go after her, to bully her as well, to put her in her place. And that's not someone, something that you do to a human being. 
That's not something to do to somebody that you value their human and you're not dehumanizing or you don't see them as evil. She has to be evil in your eyes to justify the abusive behavior. My wife has to be evil in your eyes to justify the abusive behavior and sharing around to try to shame her for a use of a word that she just decided to use. Now, luckily, we're mature enough and we're happy enough and all that stuff that we can handle the criticism. It comes with the territory, all that good stuff. It's just not the right thing to do to people. It's just not, it's just not right, you know? And yes, I can get on board with you in agreement with some of the fucked up shit that goes on the coaching industry. But where you lose me is dedicating all of this energy into tearing things down and regulating people and punishing innocent people just because they remind you of your abuser or because you haven't healed and you're actually torturing yourself and hurting yourself by obsessing with the people that you deem as abusive every fucking day and dedicating your entire energy and your entire social media. So on the next segment of this, we're going to be talking about when I got canceled and Rebecca got canceled or caught out or whatever it may be. Um, so stay tuned to that. Thank you for watching. This is sorry. I offended you. And if you want some more content, check out my new podcast called conscious defiance. And that's more business tips and things of that nature and business experiences, spirituality, coaching. That's where I share my knowledge, my ultra serious knowledge, even though I was still crack jokes on that podcast. So anyway, see you next time. Thank you for watching.